0: What's up, what's up? Welcome to the sixth episode of Life Things with Maquita Danielle. This is your month of May episode and it is featuring one of my most favorite people. I have a very tight circle. This is one of the ladies in that circle um, that has just been a real one, simply put. Um, I love her so much. I respect her and I admire her so much. Um, let's see to say something else that's right the episode actually ended up being so long it was like two hours because we'd be talking we'd be talking some good stuff that i've had to split it into two so this is actually part one of the episode with miss kia lee and you can get part two very shortly let's drop that intro Hey guys, this is Maquita Danielle of Polished Pistol, and you have reached my podcast, Life Things. Here we talk about the things that happen in life, whether it be ups or downs, or moments in our lives that feel like they're going sideways. Most importantly, here we are safe, here we are free, and authenticity is the name of the game. Dude, I have a podcast. (laughs) And this is going to be fun. <laughs> so,
1: hey, Kia. Hey, how are
0: you? Guys? I'm so glad that we get to have this conversation, the conversations that we normally have, and then um, just share it via the podcast. I think that's really dope and special. Thank you for agreeing to do this. You are
1: welcome. I am super excited. You are getting me out of my shell while we're in quarantine. I'm trying all new
0: things. Right. Right. Yep. That's that's
1: amazing. (laughs) And I'm in a space of openness.
0: Uh, Yeah. So um, just similar to like the conversation that we was having the other day um, with regards to just, I guess, operating this world as us. And that, like, encompasses being single and being a single mom and, you know, facing it, going towards goals and dreams and all those various things that we talked about. So, yeah, just it's that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just life talk. Normal life. Yeah. So it's interesting because um, Kia recently took a, I guess, like we were just saying, it's been a year now, but. So Kia recently took a big leap of faith from the Northeast to the Southeast with her and her beautiful baby girl. But yeah. So um, can you just kind of describe like what, what led you to do it? And then um, what that process was like for you? Like, was it something that um, you planned like detail by detail a year out or not? Yeah.
1: Well, the reason why I took it in the first place, um, I think, is where I have to start the story. Just kind of a brief synopsis. Um, It's I got divorced and left a toxic relationship. And in leaving a toxic marriage, I also realized that um, my family... Not toxic, but it was just the same. I wasn't able to change the narrative and change the past, staying in where I was from. And so I made a decision, just myself, that I was going to start a new journey for myself and my daughter now that our life was completely different. And I realized that that journey could not happen just being in the space where I grew up. Because, you know, sometimes when family and the people that have shaped who you are right. and where you come from have constant access to you, yep. it, it it begins to those same cycles begin to seep into your life. Yeah. And I just saw that happening and not just into my life, but into my daughter's life.
0: And Can I mean, conscious- like how. Because um, I think sometimes we um, as people can forget that, right? Especially when it comes to children.
1: Yes, it, and it's, it's, it's not something that happens at one time. It's just little things that you see, um, changes that you wanted to make. I come from a line of women who were single mothers, who right. had children and you know lived with their mother, lived with generations of families in the home. And the cycle was continuing. I also live with women who are very strong and amazing and powerful black women, but who also forgot to be vulnerable and were carrying a lot of the anger and bitterness of things that they had been through. And I started to see it seeping into my daughter and seeping into the life that I had tried to create differently when I was with her father and so I did not want to continue that cycle anymore I made a conscious effort in raising her to raise her in some different patterns and just being back at that environment and not that they had any ill will toward her it was just they were just doing what they knew It was just generations of women and people just doing what they knew. Yeah. And I've begun to see that she was not used to that because her home had not been that. Her home had not been volatile. Her home was not a lot of yelling and screaming. Her home was a sanctuary for her. She was not used to a house with a bunch of people living in it and not her finding somewhere that was her space. And right. that really was huge for me. She stopped having her space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is important for children.
0: It is so important. People, I think, overlook that all the time. Yes. Yeah, just learn, even learning that early on. Yes, that because you need it as an adult, but it starts I think as a child,
1: yes. and I never I never understood that because my life was all I knew. I didn't know anything different. so right at, but once I got older and I cultivated my life and I cultivated my space, I protected that fiercely. and I understood that for her, she was unhappy, she was beginning to withdraw, and I realized that I had to create a, a different environment for her. Mm-hmm. So that and and I realized that that environment could not be in a space where my family had access to us on a consistent basis. I had lived away for so long and coming back home, going through my divorce was exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed because I needed my village around me. I needed my people around me. I needed that support system. And I'm grateful that I have that and I'm grateful for it. But I understood
0: that I needed to move on. So, what triggered that? Because I think that um, sometimes I think that with like working on yourself, some some things are like more innate than others. Like they just make sense. But um, how did you even know? Like, okay, this stage is done. It's time to move on to the next stage. Like, for instance, this stage was helpful because I need. I need my village around me to help me through this part. In my marriage
1: or in leaving my family? I mean, do you want to speak on both? Well, in my marriage, in my marriage, what really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me was I was approaching 40.
0: Okay. 40 Uh was
1: like three years away and I could see it vividly. And prior to that, I had started to become comfortable in saying no. Mm. And in saying, this is not working for me anymore. Mm -mm. And the closer I got to 40, I realized I was having the same conversations in my 30s that I was having in my 20s. And I just made a choice to refuse to have those conversations in another decade of my life. That's real. And I accepted the fact that I can't keep looking for somebody else to make that decision for me. So instead of asking him to fix us, I had to fix me and do what needed to be done for me to be happy. Because you get one
0: life right, and one opportunity to live it. That was so key, what you said. Instead of asking him to fix me, I decided I need to fix myself. You didn't even say... I decided to fix us. That like myself part. Correct. Yeah, is I mean that's insightful. It's it's important. And there (laughs) our space around us is a reflection of ourselves.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's scary. Yeah. Very It, it is scary. Because once you begin to realize that you got to fix yourself, then you got to accept that something's wrong with you.
0: <laughs> right, right. And we love to do that. <laughs> Look for those opportunities all the time.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we have to then accept, oh, I'm not perfect. What happened? <laughs> right. And so right. that was the scariest place to go. Yeah. And yeah, what made me realize that I needed to then create, I needed my village around me because my family has just been my safe haven and that has been my place of refuge. And I know for the rest of my life, they will be, and I'm grateful for that.
0: I am grateful for that every day. That's a blessing. Yes. Yeah, and everybody has that. No, Um,
1: but as as grateful as I am for that, I also understand that I have to do that in doses. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I understand that because we are so close and because we are so ingrained in each other's lives, Mm -hmm. that on a day to day and daily basis and when you're trying to navigate your future and your wants and your dreams, that can also encroach upon that. And so I had to make a decision to remove myself and to be able to create the life and the path that I wanted without everybody else's inputs, decisions. And not just that,
0: but their fears. That's huge too. There was something that you said, I lost it because there was something that you had said before you started talking about the family that I wanted to um, touch on. But that too, there's just a lot of gems in here. But that too, that like... The fears, I feel like, and that's like from families or whoever, like whatever your family looks like, whether you've created a family of friendships, that's your family, or you were born into that family or, you know, whatever your family looks like, I feel like that fear part is huge. And if you don't take the time on your own to learn how to um, hear what's right for you. Like for me, that's my communication with God and the Holy Spirit leading me and practicing hearing that even over my own wants and definitely over the people that love me. Cause it's, they're advising and giving you those fears. Yes, it's, it's out of love more than likely, um, but it's if you allow it to dictate your life then you're walking a path that's not even your own. But if you haven't even learned how to walk your own path. Like you haven't even separated yourself and provided the amount of space to walk your own path. It's hard to um, tell the difference between like, I'm gonna just do because, you know, it's my mom. My mom knows the best thing to do. She wants the best thing for you, you know, but ultimately your life is your own. You know, it's, (laughs) yeah. That fear piece is, yeah. yeah.
1: And they're shaped from their experiences. Yes. Experiences that you might not even been alive for. Right. <laughs> that you probably have you have no clue as to what happened, what you're just getting one side of that picture. And they will um, inflict those upon you. Mm-hmm. And so in making the decision to realize that this was what I needed um, I, he, I, I I was, of course, healing is an ongoing process and this is something that we do forever. Um, but I realized that I had I had healed from that space. I had accepted the end of that person. I accepted the end of that portion of my life. And so now I was ready for the next chapter. I cried the tears I was going to cry. I had the breakdowns that I was going to have over that. And I said, there is now a time for me to create this new life, whatever it may be. And so I had a conversation with God and I had a conversation with my child. And that was it and made a decision to say, we're moving. I picked Atlanta because it was somewhere that I was familiar with. I had enough people here that if I wasn't completely alone, but they were not people who would be in part of my life every single day of every second. Um, But I still had a village here where I could say, you know, hey, if I want to go to the mall, if I want to go to dinner, if I want to do things, and my daughter can have some type of point of reference. I see. Um, And it it also gave me enough of a city feel because I didn't want to be completely in the country. So it gave me enough of a city feel, but enough open space to where I felt like people weren't on top of each other because growing up in the inner city, that's how you feel. And then I moved to... To the south, and I love the openness of it.
0: I was gonna ask, like, did add the weather help the weather that helps. decision-making the process? was definitely <laughs> a plus because was, was
1: sick of snow. Right.
0: <laughs> right If Atlanta gets any amount of snow, it's done, y'all in the house. Yeah.
1: Well, right now, y'all right don't do in the house.
0: <laughs> true, true, <not> <laughs> true. Yes. I like those kind of things where it's like, wait, what? Snow? We don't do snow. I, that's the place for me.
1: <laughs> and it doesn't get even, like, this winter, It had, the, the weather has been great, but it just rains a lot, but that's oh, it. okay. Yeah, it rains a lot. Um, but when my daughter told me, and I asked her because, um, and a lot of people faulted me for this, um, they felt like I made her, like she was a friend of mine's. And it wasn't that I asked her because, you know, I'm not a parent and I don't understand my role as a parent, you know, that I'm the authoritative figure. But I asked her because this is her life. I'm not just dragging this child along on this journey of me trying to figure it out. She is a part of this. this these things are happening to her as well. Yes. And so I had to make sure that she was in a space that she was comfortable and she understood that she is just as much a part of this journey. Right. And I live my life for her and about her. And so I wasn't asking permission, I was asking her input. Right.
0: And I think that's important for children. there's just so many you know like children um and then the added um the added whatever I don't know the right word but the fact that they're not just children they're also girls I feel like one children um are um oftentimes put in situations where their um, voice, people are ignoring their voice and what their opinions are. Um, And they are just told to do life however people are telling them to do it and then as a girls i feel like that's also reinforced in various ways you know and right. behave a certain way talk a certain way and not too loud you know not too aggressive and right. and so i think that in reinforcing that because what people constantly forget is that these children become people as adults we're usually healing from the things that what happened to us as a kid that we then right. Um, somehow created again in our adulthood because you know we hadn't healed from it or whatever so yeah so it's that's why that's so key because now your daughter gets to learn early on that my voice matters my opinion matters and the way that my life happens matters it's not necessarily belonging to somebody else. And instead my mom is there to like protect me and help me through it instead of dictate how it should go.
1: Correct, I'm just her guide. God has placed me in her life to guide her. Right. And I understand that that is a privilege
0: for me to do. Yes, it's, yes, (laughs) yes.
1: And each day that I make either the right or the wrong decision. Right. <laughs> because I have made plenty of those. Right. <laughs> Me too, It is okay. going to affect her. It is going yes. to affect everything that she is. And, you know, when you have children and you become a mom, you think of all of the grandiose things that you want to do. You right. want to, you know, give them the life you never had financially. You want them to be road scholars.
0: Life Things with Maquita Danielle will be right back after this commercial break. Amongst all of the unfortunate times that we're experiencing in this country and in the world right now, a friend and I, a fellow artist and I decided to take our Paint and Poetic Prose sessions online. Paint and Prose? Isn't that like a paint and sip? Yeah, but better. Paint and Poetic Prose is the virtual something different that you've been looking for. We bring a open mic-like experience and a paint and sip-like experience we bring the together and we bring them online so that you can choose to either join a general class and meet new people or host your own private session inclusive of you and your closest friends and family to celebrate a birthday or a holiday for an example we have a mother's day event that's recently been booked and we also have a birthday that's recently been booked all attendees will receive personalized packages delivered directly to their door and or whatever the address it is that they provide if you are Hosting your own birthday event, you no longer have to worry about party favors, entertainment, any sort of cleanup. Nope. Just bring your own cake. We're the entertainment, we're there to interact with your guests. And also with their personalized packages, it's like they're receiving a favor from you directly. We also do other holidays, work events. If you are missing happy hour with your coworkers and friends, this is the place to book something different. On Zoom, we all meet in the same room and have an experience, a virtual, unique, relaxing, calming, and authentic, most importantly, an authentic experience together. Janelle Jordan, the professional visual artist, truly one of the most talented and beautiful artists I know, will walk you through very a very unique art piece that's simple enough for people like me, the non visual artist, to grasp, but also leave with feeling like we made something that's unique and special to us because she teaches you how to kind of add your own flair to it. We're painting on wood, we're painting with alcohol, and in the month of June we're celebrating all of the wonderful fathers out there and the beautiful black men. I have the pleasure of delivering the correlated poetic pieces while also moderating the associated discussions. The poetry pieces are relatable on a somewhat universal level, but they're deep, they give you all the feels. They'll feed the mind, feed the soul, and if you allow them to, they will feed the conversations if you just open up a little bit. And people always do, they always do. Both the art pieces and the poetry selections correlate with one of four themes that means that you'll be delivered poetry and you'll learn how to paint a unique but easy to follow art piece that is tied to earth air fire or water you're a zodiac lover this is right up your alley all right it's your turn go to the website right now open up a new tab open up safari google chrome wherever you are stop what you're doing go to www.paintandpoeticprose.com explore the options available if you do not see a date and time that works well for you, hit us up, send us a message, but go to it right now. Here are some of the things that previous attendees had to say about their own experience.
2: I was a little bit kind of um, intimidated in the beginning because I don't know anyone in the group, but I really felt, of course, I felt really welcomed, and it was a very um, warm group of women. Um, sometimes it's really hard to um, you know, if, if you don't know people, but that's that's really great. So I think that the format of just being, um, you know, by yourself participating is also such a great idea. And I'm not sure if you're just limiting this to women, um, McLean and Janelle, but I thought that this particular format is really um, very, uh, I don't know, it's, it's very powerful to me because I think that while everyone's struggling, um, I think that we have unique um, struggles as women so um, I really appreciate this so thanks for inviting me
0: just getting this little snippet I'm like I want more
2: <laughs> this is yeah
0: definitely something to look forward to um, yeah.
2: for today yeah
0: yeah uh, for me this has been a
1: great experience just because I'm a girls girl I love meeting amazing women that are unapologetically themselves. And they like to share and be vulnerable and be strong and be funny and be um, emotional all at the same time. I know that that as women, as wives as sisters, as friends, as mothers as business women, So many times we forget to uh, take a moment for ourselves. So I want to thank each of you for taking those moments this evening to share that
2: time with us because
1: we spread ourselves so thin many times.
2: And to have the opportunity to just relate to other women in a really spiritual and artistic and calming... I mean, every time you read a poem, I closed my eyes and I just mm-hmm. heard it. I didn't look at anything. I just was listening to it. Uh-huh. And every time Janelle painted something, I was buying it. So it's like this... Really interesting juxtaposition between all of the senses Mm. of listening to something and taking it in without seeing anything, creating your own photograph in your mind, and then opening your eyes and creating something that's actual tangible art. I think you guys are on to something that people are going to need more and more. Please, please, please. um, Thank you so much, um, everyone, for your um, stories, for sharing your time. Your energy has just been good vibes this evening. hope we can grow this community and make it amazing because I think it's really important. I'm we are all trying time. to get it together, honey. We, we are all trying to get it
1: together. Yes. <laughs> we are doing the best we can.
0: Yeah. The website again is www.paintandpoeticprose.com. We can't wait to meet you. We are headed back into our discussion with Miss Kia Lee.
1: It is going to affect her. It is going yes. to affect everything that she is. And. You know, when you have children and you become a mom, you think of all of the grandiose things that you want to do. You want to, you know, give them the life you never had financially. You want them to be road scholars. You want them to be um, wealthy and famous and you want them to be all of those things. But it is very important to raise emotionally healthy humans. That
0: part. Yep.
1: Because that is missing so much and if i can do any small thing to correct any of the damage that was done to me right um inadvertently because i just feel like my parents didn't know any better not because right. they wanted to or intended to they just they just did what they could
0: exactly some of it's like survival instincts correct. yeah like i just right. got to make it and That's so right. mhm
1: And um, so including her in this process was probably the best thing that I could have done for me because it was something that her and I shared intimately just between the two of us, because intimacy should be included in all of your relationships. And that was something that we shared just the two of us and. I specifically let her know, like, this is just us and this is just ours. And I began to make um, decisions and began to work on my move without letting anybody know. Because I did, I did not want everybody's thoughts and fears and opinions and um, who, what, when, why, how to already encroach upon all of the fears that I already had. There's that. Just doing it myself <laughs> because I will be honest I could not see my life where it is right now a year ago I could not see this even when I made the decision I am guaranteeing you none of this was actually a picture for me it was not clear I just put it out there I said this is what I want to do and started just the first thing I started doing was you know looking for jobs and all of that but i couldn't see it so i was i was moving on
0: faith what is that like
1: that is moving on faith is scary mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's
0: exciting
1: and nauseating <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time
0: <laughs> that was beautiful that was so accurate
1: all at the same time
0: yeah exactly yes yeah it is
1: it is it is it is it is is scary because you just don't know it's the unknown and yes i mean we all you know say like lord i'm trusting you but god knows how difficult that can be
0: (laughs) it's easy to trust with some things correct (laughs) and then with the other things it's you know, not, It's
1: a little bit more but I believe that he knows that he, it, which is why faith, I think, that's which is why he created faith. I believe, um, because he wanted to to build you up for those fears. Like he wanted to, he wanted to prepare you for those fears. Yeah. And so it was scary, just because I had no clue and I could not see the picture, and I had no vision. But I just knew that this is what I needed to do. Um, it was exciting because I felt like I got a reset. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had created this one life. And when you create a life for yourself, you think that that's your life. Like, this is who I'm going to be forever. Wow. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm.
1: And waking up one day and realizing that you have the ability to, to change that picture completely.
0: Wow. Yeah
1: is amazing it's powerful you've shown up in your own life
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah you are the narrator of your story and that is an amazing feeling yep and it is nauseating because you have both of these emotions playing against one another yes so your, your stomach is in knots and you're just like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? And that was probably the hardest time in my life and the best time in my life at the same time.
0: You know, <sighs> mm, there was two things that, so the nauseating thing for me is um, what I've now identified as anxiety. It's constantly thinking of like all of the possible outcomes usually negative like you were saying before I've already thought of those outcomes I don't need other people reinforcing those (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's that um and trying to turn them off but um oh shoot the last part that you said um what did you say I'm sorry what did you say (laughs) that last part that
1: you can narrate your own story and Mm -hmm. show up in your own life
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I lost him. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So that leap of faith was amazing. But I can say that now. I, I couldn't say that a year ago. Because I had about 12,000 breakdowns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the hardest time. That's what it was. The hardest Hard, time, the hardest time of my life. in the most exciting, the best time. Right. That part. Yeah, that I thought was very accurate and very interesting like can you explain that a little bit
1: it was the hardest because i i did i had probably about a breakdown a day um because i did not know how i was going to do it i my whole life was in one place and when i left my marriage i left with nothing and so i had to figure out how i was going to create a whole life for me and a human yeah Off of just my own sheer uh, determination and perseverance and will, and it all being on me. Um, And so it was scary. And I didn't, it was somewhere that was. 14, 14 hours away from where I lived at. It's about 700 miles from where I lived at. So it wasn't like I could just go and kind of try it out and see what happens. I had to truly do so many things on faith. Um, and God placed all of the people in my life that I needed in my life at that time. Every person, every for every person who was afraid for me, there was someone in my life who was just as excited and um, could push me and could tell me I could do it and told me that I got this on the days when I had no clue. Um, And so it was hard, just the the task of it, just
0: finding a job somewhere 14 hours away and trying to get back and forth. Um, Quick question. Can you go deeper into... Um, cause that's important. The people that you have around you, um, not only because like, not only like toxic relationships, right? Like it doesn't have to be toxic for it not to be, um, the relationship that you kind of, uh, go to for, um, advice or encouragement or what have you. So, Can you kind of describe that? Like you said, you had a person like for every person you had another.
1: I did for every. But my family was afraid because they just they couldn't see it. None of them had ever left the area that we grew up in. Um, That was all they knew. And so I was starting out by myself with a child and they just could not see it for me. And I realized that I have some of the most amazing women in my life who told me every single day, you got this. You don't have to question yourself. Right. You don't have to question your choices. And... The Lord also placed me at that time in a relationship with a man who supported everything that was me. And for every fear that I had, he calmed it. And he gave me a solution for it. And he helped me work through all of the ways that I could not make it happen not just by talking to me but you know by giving me ways to get back and forth to where I needed to go I mean the Lord even placed in my life people who made it possible for me to be able to do it physically like I did not know when I left my daughter had to stay back for a month And to go to school and my family could not keep her. So a friend of mine showed up for me, just a Girl Scout troop leader that I had met and said, I got you.
0: You know what? And see, that's that's the beauty of faith. That's <laughs> because when you it's a lot of times, sometimes you can see the end result. And you can't see the in between. But that's the thing. Like you can't plan things like that. If you just are obedient and you listen and follow through, that's that's incredible. You can't even play in a Girl Scout troop parent like being the person that's like, oh I got you.
1: Yes! Yes! Who I can't
0: make this up. I cannot
1: I could not write this story if I tried. If I tried, that was like, it was like, you have a job, you have somewhere to stay. Um, One of my family friends, I couldn't move into my apartment right away. And I had not talked to her on a regular basis. She was like, you need to come, you can stay with me for a month, don't worry about it. (laughs) And I was just like, okay. (laughs) And it was right by my job. I mean, there were all of my friends who, um, I had my friends that I grew up with and I'm thankful for those friends. Um, but I will say, um, I went to college and probably made some of the best friends I've ever made in my life. Um, and going to college also allowed me to move and meet more extraordinary women. And um, my friends from college were like, "What? why, why are we questioning this? Why, why, why are we questioning this? Why, why are you breaking down? Like you get one day to kind of be a little f- afraid, but we gonna need you to get this together. They would not let me stay in the fear.
0: I see. I see. Because it's important yeah. to experience the feelings and let them happen. Correct. Because I know, I know that I'm really good at <laughs> picking, <laughs> picking myself up way before my mind and my body and my emotions were ready to keep it moving, but I would just do it anyway. You know, (laughs) but you're saying like in terms of like dwelling to the point of it affecting your everyday that you don't move.
1: Yes. And that you say, never mind, I can't do this. And that you allow yourself to fall victim to that. And having people in your life um, and especially women in your life who say to you, we don't live here. This is not where we live this is not where we stay. and the reason that I say it's important to have women in your life because men oftentimes are can become very detached emotionally from things. They can compartmentalize much easier a lot of times I believe than women. So for women to understand that they understand that you you emotion everything a lot of times in your life will affect you emotionally and women will understand that. And they also understand a lot of times the journey that we're on as women, whether they're moms, whether they're married, whether they're business women. but they understand the journey that we're on. So when they can see that and they can say, I get it, I get, I get all of it. And I get that you're scared and I get that you're worried.
0: But I kind of describe like that part of it um to like I described it the other day to like a black man right like this whole like women thing I'm like well imagine like you trying to explain to like as a black male trying to explain to a white male what you go through every day there's a piece of it you know where you it's a lot of unpacking it's things that they'll probably never get and that's exactly how it is with being a black woman <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. With the, you can communicate with the woman and it's like, I know because that's my day. (laughs) Agreed. I can start right here, right now. Yes. I don't have to give them the history
1: of why I'm in the bed and I can't do this. Or why I'm breaking down and saying, no, I can't make this happen. This isn't, this isn't going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And so those people being in my life, um, you as well, because there are many days that we have sat and talked and I have said to you, I don't know what I'm going to do and I don't know how I'm going to do this. But watching you do it and seeing you go through the entire process, um, you were my hero. Because I feel like one thing about you, you created the narrative for your life, that you created what you wanted your life to look like in so many ways. And not just down to you moving, but down to, I remember when your daughter had her birthday party and you were like, oh, I learned how to make these kind of cakes because I wanted her to have these special cakes for her birthday. (laughs) And because this is what you wanted your life to look like and your child's life to look like, you showed up and you
0: said, this is what we're going to do.
1: Or you said that I want us to live this healthy lifestyle. And I would tell you all the time, like, I know you just eat berries and... (laughs) I can't. I don't. (laughs) I remember packing up your kitchen like, where's the food? Stop. (laughs) But because that was the narrative and the picture that you wanted for your life, those were the choices and you made those choices unapologetically. And when you picked up and moved and said, I'm moving. And when I walked in and couldn't see that that was going to (laughs) happen... (laughs) and you made it happen anyway
0: everything was still on the wall
1: (laughs) yes i said this woman (laughs) is amazing she can see the end and you made me see that sometimes in the midst of it all you can still see the end you can see that this is not where i'm going to be stuck
0: yeah that's but truly, like, Kia, that was the confidence of God. In that stage in my life, it was off the chain, like between I was in a custody battle at that time as well. Um, and it, there were so many people telling me not to do it and for valid reasons and for scary reasons. And then it was truly like God's voice when he said it. It was unmistakable. And so you know, that it's it's a choice. Like, am I going to decide to follow what I clearly hear that God's telling me to do? Or am I going to just, you know, confine myself to what it is that I already know for the sake of it logically making sense? You know, and it that scares me, I think, more than going. Yes.
1: And I learned that from you. I learned that from you so many years ago because you know at that time, You know, I was dealing with a lot of the things that I dealt with three years ago when I finally decided to leave. Um, And so I thank you for that, for planning that seed in me that you probably didn't even realize that you did. In all of our conversations and all of our um, times of just being vulnerable with one another and feeling safe.
0: Yeah. And thank you for being one of the people that encouraged the process that came to my house to help me pack up my stuff. (laughs) That was not ready to be packed up. <laughs> 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 to bring the wine that I needed <laughs> for sure that evening. <laughs> it was, yes. You know, yeah. Yes. Those
1: those are the times that I felt like, you know, God understands who you need. Right. And what you need. And He brings people in your life. Um That you know are supposed to be forever people. Right?
0: Right. But he can't do it if you choose to not listen to what he's asking you to do. Correct. Because then you're, you're, you can't, if he's not gonna. Before she went to the next step, you got to make that decision. It's just that what we don't realize is that in that next step does come a lot of nausea and fear and craziness, but also it comes those blessings like the friendships and experiences that we wouldn't have had that make us better women and people, you know?
1: Correct. Correct. And I'm I'm so grateful um, for all of that. And I know that I could not have done this without any of those women or that man being a part of my life. Um, and um, and being vulnerable enough to share that with people,
0: because that's that's the scary part of it. So can you speak on that, too? Because I know like. I feel like one thing I do talk about often is being vulnerable, but I don't want to, and being authentic, but I don't want to ignore the fact that it's not safe to do that everywhere. Um, Because there are some people who will use that and misuse it and use it as a tool to um, work against you, to hurt you, um, because of whatever it is that they're going through that they haven't healed from. But so can you kind of explain like how you and your journey... Um, chose to be vulnerable when, how, to who? Um, it's funny you asked me that today.
1: <laughs> oh. Um, I, <laughs> huh. Um, I chose to be. I felt like I had been through so much up to that point in my life that it was like, okay, you're it's either all or nothing right now. I was at a point of, you just got to let it all hang out and so in doing so because i don't think god i don't think god does anything to harm us but i do believe that he allows us to go through things that will break us down that will teach us he is god all by himself Mm. and that's that's huge yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah, that's
1: that, hard. That he will, he will, he will allow you to see that I am God all alone, and I do not right. need your help. Right? Because <laughs> we <laughs> keep People trying to that. give it to him. We keep trying to give <laughs> it to him. He's like, I got this. <laughs> um, and so. And do, so because I had been through so much, I was at a space where, you know, just like even sharing, like I said, like sharing um, with my Girl Scout troop leader that I didn't know where my daughter was going to go and her father didn't want to take her. You know, that was hard. like somebody could have looked at me and been like, are you crazy? What do you mean you're married to this person? And he doesn't even want to keep his child. Um, but I was at a space of just understanding that I'm going through this and I'm in this for a reason. And so, and then I have, I created, I feel like a village of people right now at this very moment in my life, um, a a village of women who are my safe havens. I have learned through um, hard work, through hurt of the people that I can be completely myself with. And friends, I can call and say I can bear my soul that I can bear my soul to. And um, of course, there are different people that I can at times have different conversations with or I have to have conversation in different ways because everybody's different. Um, But I understand that I can still be my authentic self and they will accept me as I am. In my relationships romantically, I don't think I figured that part out yet because the, the, the men that I've had in my life, I have been vulnerable with and I have loved, even including my father. And they have not reciprocated that. So I don't know if I figured out in that aspect how vulnerable I can be. And if I'm being vulnerable or open for the right people. But the one thing about me as a person is there is no middle ground with me. I either love you all the way or I don't love you at all. I don't know how to half-ass love. Right, right. Because it is something that is in me and it's what I do. And so at this time, and the reason why I say it was funny you asked me that because... The man that was in my life that was there through one of the hardest times, um, I'm ne- and I was completely open and I shared every fear with him, every desire with him, my dreams created a life at this moment. I feel like I don't know if that was a safe space to do that in or not,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I haven't, and I just feel like maybe that's not for me or maybe i just don't know how to love in that
0: way what is something that would have you questioning that whether or not it was um because the way
1: that things have ended between us Uh made me feel like it was never real got you And I feel like I bared my soul to someone who did not treasure it and did not protect it. Because I'm the type of person when I love my friends and my relationship, I protect you at all costs. And the people that love me know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I will go to war for you and I will also do
0: anything you need. Mm hmm. And yeah. so It's one of my favorite things about you. Cause even with like the kids, like when Kay would come over, I just knew like, you're just the way you just it's, you can, yeah, the way that you just love and treat everybody the same. Um, if Kay was going to act out, she was going to get it. Like Kayla was going to get it. <laughs> <That's her. laughs> but if somebody did something to Kayden, they were going to get it. Like if they did it to Kayla.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to give you whatever I have. if I'm shopping we all shopping if I'm you know if we going to dinner we all going to dinner if we're doing anything it's for everybody Mm -hmm. and um, when I fall in love I and I fell in love at a time that I I wasn't necessarily looking for it Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I bared my soul at a time when most people looked at me as if I was crazy for doing that they were like, are you nuts? Like, you just went through this. How are you allowing yourself to be this vulnerable and this open to this man? I um, yeah. exactly. <laughs> But I don't know, you know, but I didn't know any, any other way to be because I loved him with everything in me and I still do. But I I don't know. I don't know how to gauge am I supposed to not be you know because it's like then it's that's not real and that's not authentic and that's fake and that's not me and I'm (laughs) and consistency for me is important and I do not flip and change like the wind I am me today I am me tomorrow I am me next week I am me next year (laughs) when I when you are in my life you are there And um, so that's why I say, I don't know if I figured out how to navigate whether or not I'm supposed to be vulnerable or not. But sometimes I do think that it can be my downfall. I hear you, I hear you. I completely understand. Because people will will use it. Sorry. People will use it against you. Yes.
0: Yes, yes. I will say, like, one thing that stood out to me, though, is that no matter what happens today or yesterday or tomorrow, you all did share that moment where you needed in your life in order to get you to where you are now, like you voiced earlier. Those conversations or those moments of encouragement, those can't be faked. Those can't be manufactured in a way, I think. Um
1: I don't know I I, you know I to be completely honest on my part no but on his part I can't say you know because people can do what they need to do in order to get what they need from you right at times and I believe that if somebody can hurt you when you don't deserve it that there has to be a space where something in them was not genuine at the time
2: I see I see
1: um so, yes, those moments were real, but if the—I um, don't know if the emotion was real. I'm sorry
0: to say
1: If the emotion was real. The moments were real, but I don't know if the emotion was real. So I say that to say I don't know if I figured out whether or not I'm supposed to be as vulnerable. And right now in my life— I feel like that light has been taken from me because I feel like that vulnerability about me is a part of my light. And I feel like that light has been extinguished right now. And that's just honest. Like that is completely honest.
0: I can at least, I can at least share like from my, from my experience of of knowing very well that feeling of like, why was I even... Like, I'm out here, I don't know. Like, was I really just, like, this was all fake? And am I, like, I was just being played. Like, what was, like, what was this? Um, I'm very familiar with that feeling. And um, also feeling like when you're constantly, especially when you're a giver um, in terms of, like, love and in other ways, but um, when you give a lot of yourself, like, emotionally and all of that, use and you don't get it back it starts to feel like what am I doing this all for but I will say that because I think February is when I um like fully fully let go of something that was just it had served a very I think it served a very important um purpose in my life and I think that um, I was allowing it to be drawn out way longer than it needed to be um, because of the purpose that it did serve in my life and me constantly referencing that. But I, and I was kind of um, pushing against where God was trying to bring me. Um, and um, for whatever reason, that was one of the relationships that was kind of like that fork in the road, kind of like. Um, so, now it's what, April. So it's been like, I had I spent a lot of time just, um, and it was the very end of it. So obviously I had gone through these thoughts before, but at that point I had spent a lot of time just picking myself back up and really identifying things with myself and all of that. But um, I did eventually come to, even though it didn't start that way, <laughs> um, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be in any relationship, because not like you said, like not being that isn't being me. But I also heard like in another podcast and it was um, with Amanda Seals. I can't recall like who she was speaking to, but she mentioned or the other person mentioned something about going in um, like steps. That was huge for me because she said it was like some sort of, I don't know, like a tunnel, right? Say it's like a tunnel and they make it past the first gate and then they, then they have access to this. And then there's a second gate and there's access to this. What I didn't realize I was doing was I had all my gates up. Like after you made it past that first gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and then also like the other thing was and this was in therapy which was crazy. Like when she pointed out, so what is it that essentially, in other words, because of the topic, but what is it that makes, like, what is it that someone else does that makes you happy? Like, what is it? And I, I know as an individual, what I do with myself, that makes me happy, but in a relationship, I think I'm always considering the other person, I learned them, you know, like what do they love? What do they not love? Um, what makes them happy? But then on the flip side, it was very difficult for me to even imagine something like that, let alone kind of expect it, which. Right. <laughs> um, and so I don't know if that, if that, I don't know, brings any sort of anything um, that's like, forward-moving or positive or whatever. um, That, like, that, there was that. And, and then, when it comes to the other, like, individual, like, finally, like, and unfortunately, like, I don't know if it's like this for other people, but for me, sometimes it takes a lot. If I really, really care about you and I believe in you, it takes a lot for me to just be like, nah, <laughs> I'm done. Yes. I yes. will like allow myself to break. And I have in the past, I will not say now, but I would have allowed myself to break in ways that maybe I shouldn't have, that no, I definitely shouldn't have um, yeah. for the sake of, um, you know, loyalty and love for this other person. Um, yeah. But now that I'm outside of that, I can say that whatever I can say that... During that time, what was needed, it happened and it was real and it was genuine. And now it's just is. So whatever it is, the individual, like it's it's completely him. Like I'm my own self, he's his own self and everything that has to do with that is separate, is separate from my experience altogether at this point because it's done. Right. Yeah, if that, yeah.
1: And And I'm trying to get there. Because it is it is is very new. Um, And it it was so out of the blue. It was. And and then there was no explanation, like because it was it was his decision and there was no explanation. There was no why there is no you know, it was you're amazing and you're but I just don't want you. So that is like very hard to accept because you question everything about you and then you question, um, you know, um. What didn't I see? How did I allow myself to be this open and to give you so much, and you are just so cavalier with with that? Um, but I, I do look at things and I say I try to, and I'm trying to figure out the lesson in this.
0: Yeah, be introspective. So you yes,
1: can repeat. I don't because I don't want to make these same mistakes because yeah. I feel like. I've gone through the phases of my life that I'm supposed to go through. Like I have, you know, left the toxic relationship, created the new life for me and my child, um, you know, created a home for us, um, created a career for myself. And now I'm in this space of, I'm ready for love. Mm. And I mean, for genuine, like real love. And it's like, people will say, "It's, it's okay for you to like go after your, Home and your life, and but why is it not okay to go after love?
2: <laughs>
1: like, why is that not okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying like you're walking around like, oh my god, I want these people to love me, but you know, right. you're, you're intentional about it. Mm. Um, and so you know, I guess I'm going to figure that's that's the part of this journey that I'm on now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. That is the step where I'm at, and I do know, um, what I have accepted is, um, one day I'm gonna be able to be that me again, for sure. Just not today,
0: right? Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just not today, um, or maybe it's a different so. version of it. I don't know yet. Say that again. I said maybe a different version of it. You know, if people have these conversations when they're already at the space of I have it figured out, and I know that this is exactly who I am. I am here to tell you, I have no clue. Right. I
2: have.
1: I have. I have no clue. Um, I just know that. Right now, I have not figured out that discernment Mm. of how not to be open with the people that I love Mm. and how not to give all of me Mm. if I love you. Mm -hmm. Haven't figured Mm -hmm. that out yet. Mm -hmm. But hey, that's for this year's journey. Yes. (laughs) Last Last year's trip was
0: to get here. Right. Right. Now it's continuously making yourself a better person. Correct. Learning more about yourself, all of that. Because now you have the space and the time to do it.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's very real.
1: Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to. Um, I told you tonight I'm, I'm an open book. I know. And you court me. You court me in a space where all of this was happening in my life, right? It's it's always something. It's always like you said. It's never easy. <laughs> never easy. Never does it. It's never easy. To, there's always yeah. something going on. It's never just yeah. like, hey, girl, I'm not doing nothing. I'm just sitting around twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> never, never. <laughs> that is not life. not my Uh, life uh, (laughs) quick plug uh for my book uh stories of a polished pistol unpaved available on (laughs) amazon.com yes Yes.
1: he never does it Mm
2: -mm. Mm -mm. and
1: whenever we have conversations no matter if it is every other day no matter if it's been two months three months a year whatever it's never just like hey girl i'm just chilling no (laughs) i've decided to change my whole life today
0: Sorry to disappoint you, but that's the end of part one of this episode, so I hope you enjoyed. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to podcasts, and so that way you'll be notified when the second part of this episode is posted. We are covering essentially a whole new bag of topics, um, we go further into some of these topics, but yeah, it's definitely something you want to catch. Thank you to my love, Kia, for meeting me here on the Life Things with Maquita Danielle podcast. And so we'll head out. Life Things with Maquita Danielle was the podcast was actually listed as a top. Let me pull up the exact title so I don't mess it up. <laughs> All right. Top 10 single mom podcasts you must follow in 2020. So share with your friends. I'm just saying and that's on a feed spot. I'll put a link in the description as well. Thank you, feed spot. Because when it's real and when it's authentic and when you're happy with what you're putting out there and it's rooted in your purpose, it's bound to connect with those that need to connect with it. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to create and connect with you. This is Life Things with Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol. You can follow me on social media at Yell. That's on Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can follow future blog posts and check out the old blog post on polishpistol.com and I'll see you on the next
2: episode, episode, episode. Bye!